On this week's Global Flavors, we're exploring Punjabi cuisine. Originating in the Punjab, a region which is now divided in an Indian part to the east and a Pakistani part to the west, this cuisine has a rich tradition of many distinct and local ways of cooking. So in last week's episode, we spoke to Chef Palash Mitra uh, from the new Punjab Club, and we learned a little bit more of how he got into his professional cooking journey and also a little bit more about what makes Punjabi cuisine so unique. So in this week's episode, Chef Palash Mitra is back with us. So let's start by asking him, what inspired you to bring Punjabi food to Hong Kong? Well, thank you. Thank you, Noreen, for inviting me back. Um, and I'm, I'm loving this moment. Thank you for this opportunity. Um, I think uh, if you look at it categorically, uh, Hong Kong has had a, a long association with Punjabis. You know, uh, I think it's starting from from the world wars where a lot of Punjabis were brought brought to Hong Kong from British India to rebuild the infrastructure, rebuild bridges, the railways, and and policing. You know, uh, you know, army and stuff like that. So the Punjabis have been in Hong Kong for a lot longer than uh, we all know about. Uh, so the the idea of uh, introducing Punjabi food. Uh, essentially stems from the fact like you know when I was working in Gymkhana in London you know I had the the opportunity to uh, meet with Asim and Chris who are the founders of Black Sheep restaurants and they were looking for uh, a chef um, to uh, start their new venture which was the new Punjab club and whilst talking to them I realized like you know these guys really have the passion and the vision and the ability to create something like that because you know doing something really niche in in a market that is so vibrant as in Hong Kong where you have every uh, there's a newer restaurant opening like you know every day there's like you know 900 600 6000 restaurants opening every day in fact you know from a statistical uh, sheet i saw earlier uh, i don't know how much that is uh, relevant right now with because of covid but you know the fact is like you know there's always something new opening and there's always people putting in their best efforts and things like that you know so doing something so limited was a very risky thing you know because it's quite niche yeah it's quite niche you know we it it was a big risk because you never know what people might want to do because they might just get frustrated over like you know a very small selection because we were not planning to do uh, kormas or vindaloos or you know biryanis you know rogan joshes and stuff like that like you know we were just talking about the tandoor you know and the items that come out of tandoor and a very little amount of uh, um, other stuff that would surround and build up the platform for for this food uh, but then I realized, you know, if I didn't do it now, I mean, I would miss this chance because I really saw some potential. It was a big risk, but I had faith in uh, what Asim, I, I went through what Asim and Chris had done before. And I said, like, you know, it's worth taking the risk. And I think that is how we, um, they decided to do Punjabi cuisine, things like that. And I just jumped into the bandwagon. I won't take away anything from them. Uh, but yeah, that's what it is. You know, I mean, I think the uh, Punjabi food has always been there um, um, as part of the minority cuisine. I think this was the first time it was given that huge uh, canvas, you know, that uh, that platform to perform at a global level and on mainstream level. And I think that is what Punjabi uh, Punjab Club has done to uh, Punjabi cuisine. It's brought it to that uh, mainstream level, given it that pat platform where it is comparable with other uh, world cuisines, you know, with other... Uh, similarly placed uh, restaurants and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's it. And, and uh, from the very beginning, we knew we had a winner in our hands. Like you know, when we opened the restaurant within the first week, we were like you know all sold out. 
you know there was very very good reviews you know people were taking it very warmly uh, but i think the most uh, important and the most gratifying thing was how the punjabi community reacted to new punjab club you know they they felt really proud about it you know they were full of praise you know they they came in they participated you know they made us really popular the way we are now it is their faith um you know their their support that has got uh, punjabi uh, punjabi food out there still you know we're still one of the strongest uh, communities and the cuisine strong at the moment in hong kong and you can tell it's good because when the community throws their weight behind it yeah. then you know it's authentic and it's delicious absolutely you know i mean that is one of, one of the we always knew we won't be able to please everybody with new punjab club you know there's always be some people who would have uh, something different to say and they're welcome to that you know they're welcome to having their own opinions you know when I mean, everybody is a democratic country there's a lot of uh, freedom of uh, press and freedom of speech you know everyone can have their own opinions about whatever uh, they think is right or wrong uh, but that's the most important thing is the community as large has been helping us and till date our seats have been always been full so regardless of what happened during the covid times there was not one single day we had to shut our doors because the demand was there and these people kept us going so uh, i think that speaks a lot for uh, that's a the real kind of testament. work that we do yeah absolutely so tell us about some of the dishes then you know if somebody was new to try uh, punjabi food what sorts of dishes should we be looking at well you know it does sound cliche but you know you definitely start with the tandoori chicken <laughs> and the butter chicken you know the makki ki roti sasoda saag and things like that what we have done with punjabi food again but then what we have done is we looked at it at a um, uh, from a, a point of view where we are trying to make sure the quality of the ingredients are at their best you know when you start with the quality ingredients you know the final product always gets elevated it's always really good quality uh that is one of the things what uh, we do here like at new punjab club is like you know a lot of other places and i'm not saying they do all the time but in the quality of the product is not the prime thing that they focus on there are so many other things they focus on but then once you realize like you know unless and until you have a good background you you have a good sorry a good platform good uh, starting products you know uh, you can't produce extraordinary results but uh, coming back to thing like even though we like you know for example we when we do the the tandoori chicken uh we do still do it on the bone even though it's like a fine dining restaurant you know we still do it oh, on, on the, the bone, bone because on, sometimes yeah. you don't have it on the bone yeah, yeah. so we we okay. what we do is like you know we get the whole chicken like you know it's a local free yellow chicken we get it we brine it in a spicy solution and then after 24 hours we marinate marinate it with our very selective spices like fenugreek chili ginger garlic mushroom oil that's all you know salt sugar lemon juice that's it and then in the second marination there's tumor uh, this like it you know. sounds so simple that's all <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean that's what it is you know i mean you know, doing things simple is the most difficult thing during yes. you know i mean and that is what we have been doing you know I mean, there's no need to over complicate it with less different layers of spices less is more yeah. right or so some style sometimes uh subtraction is uh, better than addition when it comes to flavors you know i mean that brings out the inherent qualities of the raw produce of the of the, of the protein that we are trying to showcase right uh so yeah and then so that's cooked in the tandoor uh, um, and then when we we serve it with like you know different chutneys uh, i have like uh, 27 different of chutneys in my pantry at any given point of time so you know we just do these pairings you know uh with like you know whatever suits um and then we have the lamb chop which is like you know one of our biggest blockbusters sellers uh, sellers you know i mean uh, these lamb chops everybody does lamb chops but ours is like you know the entire process you know we we put a lot of thought into it right from sourcing so we we get these from australia you know we have um, my very friend uh, very good friend steve 
um, he has his butcher uh, company Choheng. So we get them from Australia, uh, and uh, they they come by sea. Uh, so they are resting uh, for two weeks at least before they come here. Um, and then we, we carve it out, you know, we manage them for 48 hours before we cook it in the tandoor. So they are probably the one of the best uh, that there is out there, you know, when it comes to lamb chops and stuff like that. You know, I mean, uh, uh, we have the tandoori kobia, which is a tandoori fish, but we use kobia, which is a local um, uh, local fish. It's across, I guess it's across between uh, a cod, feels like that, cod, cod and mackerel. Uh, and it's perfect for the tandoor. So that is something that we have had on the menu f since the beginning and always a huge crowd pleaser and a very good testament to tandoori cooking because, you know, it absorbs the heat really well, but it's so full of flavor because it's a kind of an oily fish. So it absorbs all the flavor. It's tender and crispy at the same time. You know, these kind of things. Then we have the maki dal. We have the pulaos now, you know, the butter chicken, the karai murg. The menu is very, very short, but we have put the best, um, we have used uh, all our, uh, you know, expertise to make sure those are the ones that sing every single time. Um, so, yeah, I mean, then we have a brunch. Yeah, it's funny that, like, you know, we are on this show where we're talking about brunch. We also do a, a, a monthly brunch where we have other items like the sars makki roti, sars dasag, we have fruit chart, we have... Uh, uh, Rogani naan, uh, chola batura, pindi chana. We have all those kind of things on one day of the month. Uh, we call it the nashta. And that is where you can uh, try all these lesser seen items. Um, and those are the things you definitely should try. How has your own cooking sort of evolved then? You know, you're cooking Punjabi food. You grew up with Punjabi food. How much of the sort of cooking is true or faithful to the ones that you grew up with? How much of it is your own experimentation? Some, well, you know, I've always, like I said, you know, even like, you know, for, for the Bengalis, it's the same thing um, as going out to the market every morning, picking up whatever was there in the market, bringing it back. And my grandmother and my mom, my uh, my sisters would cook it for, for the entire family. So ethos is still the same. Whatever is in season, what you get fresh in the market, you pick it up, you cook it for the day. So the basic idea of cooking something simple you know, keeping keeping it honest, that is very, very important. And that has always been part of my, my cooking repertoire. You know what I mean? Uh, but having said that, like, you know, but also you have to, like, you know, for example, we didn't change the menu for five years in New Punjab Club. Because every time we try to change it, you know, people would get upset. You know, they would always come back for the same thing, be it like the five, six items. That's the items they would because want they to come back Because they remember and they yeah. want to try that same flavor again. They, yeah, because they, they, they identify so much with that flavor to, you know, I mean, they don't want to miss out on that fun. You know, I mean, they want to have that same experience over and over again. So we had, we, we didn't change anything for five years. Um, people would come with photos. Even like, you know, we have a local, lot of local uh, local guests who, who don't speak the language at all, would have the photos of the items and they'll just show it to them and this is what I want, you know, and then we, we, we happily oblige. Um, but then some of the, sometimes you do need to try and experiment and things like that because there's so many people out there who judge, uh, judge your ability as a cook uh, by how much you have evolved. Even whether the involvement is necessary or unnecessary doesn't matter, you know. So you would have to do that because you know you have to keep keep up with the trend, and the trend is to always have something new, especially in Hong Kong, where you know you need something new every single day. 
so there are few things we have um, uh, we have uh, evolved per se you know and we have elevated i'm saying this in quotes uh, elevated uh, because then otherwise the general impression goes out like look this guy is so so scared of experimenting or he's so scared of he's so stuck in his ways he's so comfortable in his ways he doesn't want to experiment he doesn't want to explore and things like that which is far from the truth you know i mean when you are so inherently comfortable and you have done things something so well you don't really need to change it because and sometimes that's it's what people want to just maintain that standard yeah. as well yeah i mean with you don't so much with, yeah exactly <laughs> there's so much happened like you know just keeping at the same standard has been really difficult because you know there's so much happened in the past few years be it supply chains or be it labor or be it like you know uh the quality of the ingredients or like you know restrictions and so much like just maintaining that has been a big challenge but there's some people who from behind their keyboards feel it's like deemed to judge other people saying like oh he hasn't evolved he's done nothing new and things like that so you have to sometimes play to that tune you know i mean so we have had um a complete overhaul of the menu the the single the heart of the uh, the offerings like the lamb chop the cobia the butter chicken they're still there there's some few new items like the tandoori anda where we cook a whole egg from raw in the tandoor and then top it off with you know different toppings changes from day to day you know so that thing is always ongoing you know you always have to do something you always have to be um at least trying trying to do something different what you did yesterday keeping mind the philosophy and keeping the the principles uh, still at heart um, yeah but it's just an ongoing thing you know and it's, i don't think it's uh, going to go away so with the the quick quicker we realize like you know change is the only thing permanent you know it's easier for everybody yeah well so, Thank you so much for your time today once again and I really really enjoyed talking to you and thank Same you here. so much for for sharing the Punjabi cuisine and philosophy with our listeners thank you so my, much my pleasure you know i mean thank you thank you for this opportunity i'm hope uh, all the people listening to your show you know come and uh, you know enjoy punjabi food at new punjab club you know that's it you know what else do you want thank you so you much know. thank you thank you really